off the job next week as the pay dispute between the union and state government continues. And police are searching for a man who stole a taxi during a night out in Sydney. This is Air News. England will play Pakistan in the final of the T20 World Cup at the MCG on Sunday. England's thrashed India by 10 wickets to progress to the decider. The Knights have disappeared from the NRL's Magic Round draw for next year. The addition of the Dolphins as the Premier's 17th team meant one club had to miss out. Newcastle has been given a bye, which Chief Executive Peter Parr admits was disappointing. You'd like to be involved, but it's not the end of the world. Uh, you've just got to accept it. It's, uh, I imagine it's just a one-off, and you know, I'm sure we'll be involved in plenty of other Magic Rounds in the Easter Cup. Australia boasts a solid line-up for the United Cup, the new starter tournament for the summer of tennis. Sarah Patterson reports. Nick Kyrgios and Isla Tomjanovic could pair up again after being named to lead Australia at the inaugural tournament. Alex Dimonor, Jason Kubler, Zoe Hives, Madison Inglis and double stars John Pearce and Samantha Stoza round out Australia's eight-player lineup for the Mixed Teams event from December 29th to January 8th. Organisers have revealed a star-studded field headlined by 22 times major winner Rafael Nadal and women's world number one Eager Schwartek, Sarah Patterson, Air Sport. And a crucial clash for the Matildas tomorrow, taking on Sweden, the world number two in women's football. Australian Independent Radio News. You're listening to Faith FM, The Breakfast Show, live with Blake and Lawson, where I inadvertently revealed too much medical information about myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, awkwardly, let's move on to the quiz. Yes, <laughs> our second last chance to get into the quiz. We're going to have the draw. <laughs> so you need to you need to get ready. I also like how Lawson you responded to that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I agree. <laughs> I agree. You know, I don't want to console you and say no, no Blake. You <laughs> you should talk about all your medical problems on the air. You know, anyways, I do what I do. Okay, I do what I do. What nation did the dry bones of Ezekiel's prophecy represent? Oh, zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. That's the number to call or text. If you know the answer, you'll go into the draw to win Advent. An Advent for Kids. Amazing December devotional book celebrating the Advent of Jesus Christ. I wrote a song about that. Really? Yeah. Can we play Blake's songs on Faith of... Actually, later in the show, <laughs> later in the show, we will be playing a song by Blake Penland on air. It's one of my absolute favorites. It was from a long time ago. Yeah. I'm very Stay nervous. tuned. We're going to be playing it around, <laughs> around 838 we're going to be we're going to be around 8:38 8:39 we're going to be playing this song absolutely ah okay i'm going to have to take a, a break or something leave the studio when this <laughs> when this happens mm-hmm. uh embarrassing moments on faith fm all morning hey what are some embarrassing moments that you've been through texas at 0491064669 <laughs> actually one of my favorite things would be embarrassing moments that have happened to you while listening to faith fm that'd be a little That'd be a little nugget. Like, uh, you know. Did we accidentally dox you? That, that, that would be, that's embarrassing. <laughs> You're like, listen to Faith of Him and something terribly embarrassing happens to you. Texas 0491064669. I want to hear some embarrassing stories to share mm-hmm. with the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, just put anonymous if you are afraid to <laughs> claim sure. the fame. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want people to know, I'll let them know. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> we, uh, we're going to do a Bible study today. 
mm-hmm. which I'm very, very excited mm-hmm. uh, about. But you have what? <laughs> what do you say? Oh, nothing. No. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm ready to go. Blake. You're ready to go. Okay, yeah, yeah. Lawson is always ready to go here mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, let's uh, check out. We're going to go into the Bible here. Uh, we're going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 20. I'm just going to say a quick prayer. Uh, Father in heaven, as we study your word, we just pray that you would give us wisdom and understanding and help us to know uh, your will in our lives and help us to grow closer to you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. We're going to 1 Corinthians 15, verse 20. We're going to be talking about some fruit, but it might not be the fruit that you're thinking of. Mm-hmm. You might be thinking, oh, yes, the New Testament, the fruit of the Spirit. You would be wrong if you were thinking about that. You might be thinking about uh, the fruit that grows in a harvest. Also wrong, but great reference to the first fruit mm-hmm. that we're about to read about in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 20. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 20, the Bible says, But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead. He is the first of a great harvest of all who have died. In the New King James Version, it also says, but now Christ has risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep mm. in reference to death. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Lawson, strange things. What does it mean that Christ is the first fruits? Like when I hear that, I'm just like, I'm not exactly sure what that means, but there's some, Pretty cool insights that we have I want to share today as well, too. But what are your thoughts? Got any thoughts on that? Would Christ be in the first fruits? Yeah, well, essentially, this is a callback to the ancient Israeli festival of the first fruits. First fruits festival. Basically, once they had their first harvest of the year, they would celebrate. They would. And now I'd say, yay, we harvested, praise the Lord, you know, those kinds of things. It was exactly like that, too. Like, word for word, same kind of vibe, spot on. In English, even, you know, <laughs> it was, yeah, it's exactly what they did. But, yeah, it was a it was a ceremony that had been instituted by God. Hey, like, when you have a festival, when you harvest the first fruits and give thanks and glory to me because I've enabled great harvest to take place. And now... That it, I love what you said earlier in the week, actually, because I feel like it really relates here. Anything that you read in the Bible, because the like the festival of the first fruits is something that comes from the Bible. Um, anything that you read in the Bible can be related back to Jesus. And when oh, we sure. re- when we read it, we need to sit there and think, well, in what way does this relate to Jesus? Now, again, we could read Deuteronomy chapter twenty six and read about the festival of the first fruits and go, okay, just you know, praise God when you get the first fruits. And it, you could potentially think, oh, this is just some like random festival where they're celebrating agricultural success. But actually, mm-hmm. this would point forward to Jesus himself being the first fruits of all who had died. Because how is he the first fruits? Is he the first person to die? No. No. He's the first person. Well, not the first. But through him, all others can be resurrected. Uh, he, uh- his experience can be our experience. That's and right. What we see in his being the first fruit, we can go. Oh, we can actually get to that yep. place as well too. I actually do want to go back to. I'm going to turn back to Deuteronomy 26. You finish your thought here, but I'm going to read Deuteronomy 26. And as I read it, uh, I want us to really think about Christ mm. and think about. Okay, as I'm reading Deuteronomy 26, 
How does this relate to Jesus? But finish your thought. Oh, I was just going to say, well, essentially, there were people who died before Jesus, uh, who resurrected before Jesus was resurrected, but their resurrections would po- were pointing to the fact that Jesus would resurrect. Like, they were resurrecting in the power of Jesus as well, but pointing forward to it. It, it, All resurrection power for humanity exists, both past and present and future, exists because of what Jesus has done. 100%. Oh, that's that's beautiful. Just say it again. Say it again. It was so good. It was like that moment. I was like, ooh, say it again. That was good. (laughs) Say it again. All resurrection power, all past, present, and future points to... Jesus and it is hinged on what Jesus has done. I love that. That's so true, and it's beautiful to think mm-hmm. about. Like everything is encapsulated in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus is all, and absolutely, including the festival of the first fruits, which we're going to read about right yeah. now. Now, I do want to give a little preface, a little warning here. Uh, when we do family worship in my house, I like to read in little accents. Okay, so it's, it's not cultural appropriation, but it's it kind gonna of get is, a little bit but, wild. Okay. But this is culturally appropriating Australians. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, maybe the British. I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. here we go. This is my little narrating accent. If it's bad, text us at oh four nine one oh six four six six nine and let us know. Never do this again. Or if you like it, text us at oh four nine one oh six four six six nine. Deuteronomy chapter twenty six one to eleven. Haven't done this in a little while, so here we go. <clears throat> and it shall be. When you come into the land which the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance, and you possess it and dwell in it, you shall take some of the first of all the produce of the ground, which you shall bring from your land that the Lord your God is giving you, and put it in a basket, and go to the place where the Lord your God chooses to make his name abide. And you shall go out to the one who is priest in those days, and say to him, I declare today to the Lord your God that I have come to the country, which the Lord swore to our fathers to give us. Then the priest shall take the basket out of your hand and set it down before the altar of the Lord your God, and you shall answer and say before the Lord your God, My father was a Syrian about to perish, and he went down to Egypt and dwelt there few in number, and there he became a nation great, mighty, and populous. But the Egyptians mistreated us, afflicted us, and laid hard bondage on us. Then we cried out to the Lord God of our fathers, and the Lord heard our voice and looked on our affliction and our labor and our oppression. So the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm and great terror and with signs and wonders. He was brought, he has brought us to this place and has given us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And now behold, I have brought the first fruits of the land which you, O Lord, have given me. Then you shall set it before the Lord your God, and worship before the Lord your God. So you shall rejoice in every good thing which the Lord your God has given to you in your house, you and the Levite and the stranger who is among you. Oof. Deep. Theatrical. (laughs) I, I always like to do that to just spice things up for family worship. And I want to encourage you listening uh, today Read the Bible mm-hmm. with your family. Turn off Netflix, turn off the TV, turn off the movie, sit around the fireplace if it's cold enough, and read the Word of God and make it fun for your kids and for your family. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491 Because family worship 
is a beautiful thing. Amen. I want to encourage. And if you don't have a family, you can come to Care Group. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And uh, that's a great, great thing to do as well, too. I actually really enjoy Care Group. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome way to get together, spend time reading the Word of God, and make it fun. Make yeah. it exciting. Eating, I love that part as well, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, walk, if you Singing. walk through a, a Care Group scenario, you come to a house with another group of people, fellow believers, uh, it's like a small group, and then you have some food, have some laughs, then singing songs is probably one of, one of my favorite parts. Uh, I love also attempting to sing songs in other languages, uh, even though I fail at that mm-hmm. miserably, but it does sound nice. And then afterwards, have a little Bible study uh, time together collectively as a group, but then after the group study, then break out into little small groups. Uh, what, do, what do you call those? Breakout groups? Breakout groups. Breakout sure. groups, that's what they're called. Makes sense. Uh, and then have some time for prayer together in that small group, and then off you go back mm. home, and you feel great. Mm. It's like a kind of like you feel after you go to the gym, you have that good physical feeling. Endorphins, yeah. And, you know, but when you go to care group, when you leave, you have that spiritual, you know, yes. endorphins. Absolutely. I don't know what you would describe as spiritual endorphins, but they're really good and they feel great. Mm. <laughs> I think it's just called happiness, Blake. I think it's. I, I believe it's called What joy. is this strange word you speak of? <laughs> uh, I believe it's happiness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I'm feeling. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, All right. Let's keep going. Let's okay, keep going. So we're reading Jeremy 26. Mm-hmm. Sing this festival of the first fruits going down. And it is a reminder of the people to... Look back, and we kind of are doing that today on Remembrance Day, to look back at everything that we've been through as a country, as a people, Mm. and to, at 11 a.m. today, we're going to take some time, one minute of silence. I want to encourage everyone who's listening, uh, you listening specifically, I want to encourage you, at 11 a.m. today, take time, one minute, and just reflect on the sacrifices that have been made for you to have the freedom that you're experiencing here in Australia. It's a beautiful thing, Mm. you know. I think it's a very American saying, but freedom isn't free. Uh, it's a, a very American saying. Very American saying. Okay, well, I'm going to say that to Australians because you, as Australians, and as I, I, I'm an Australian as well too, I'm half-half, I, mm. I would just say this is, Australia is the best country in the world to live. Like, and I've been. You had a hit fest. I've been all around the world, mate. <laughs> I've been everywhere that there. Like, I've been all of, all over the place. I think I've been to every continent, actually. I have been to every continent. Mm-hmm. And I cannot tell you. There, there, well, no, I can tell you affirmatively in my experience, Australia is the absolute best place to live. Like, it's fun to visit all the other places, but no, no, no. Australia, if you want to live, this is it, you know? Uh, there's, it's a huge country of, I think maybe 26 million people at the mm. most. It's probably more like 25 something. So beautiful. So much room. Mm. So wonderful. But, but again, like built on and sustained by the sacrifice of many, mm-hmm. the sacrifice of many. And particularly in this passage, Deuteronomy chapter 26, we see that it's a callback to remember again, God, the work, the amazing work that he did, enabling them to be freed from slavery to experiencing freedom and then, you know, being able to set up Israel. And it's like, hey, you know, celebrate. You used to be slaves. You used to you used to grow food and make bricks for other people. Mm-hmm. But now you're free. And celebrate that by mm. giving the sacrifice of the 
first fruits of your labor. So mm-hmm. now they've been freed. They have a harvest, and these are the first fruits coming from the harvest, and they're returning those to the Lord in mm-hmm. a almost like a, a prayer of thanksgiving, mm-hmm. saying, Lord, thank you for everything that you have done for mm-hmm. us. Here's the first fruits. Mm-hmm. There's more to come where mm-hmm. that came from. There's more where that came from, mm-hmm. you know. So we we go back and we look at this. We've we've gone through Deuteronomy 26. We see in 1 Corinthians 15 that Jesus is uh, Lord. And these first fruits kind of indicate the the harvest was not only starting, but also revealing the quality of its products. Mm. So that those first fruits of the harvest, like Christ, you can see how good this crop or how good this harvest is actually going to be. Uh, there's a little note here uh, in the 20 Million Movement Bible study that I want to read, mm-hmm. talking about uh, Wayne Grudem is basically making uh, a little reference through his book, Systematic Theology. And it's saying, in calling Christ the first fruits, in Greek, aparche, Paul uses a metaphor from agriculture to indicate that we will be like Christ. Just as the first fruits or the first taste of the ripening crop show what the rest of the harvest will be like for that crop, so Christ as the first fruits shows what our resurrection bodies will be like when in God's final harvest, he raises us from the dead and brings us into his presence. Do you know those little things? I don't even know. Are they, maybe they're like smorg- a smorgasbord? No, that's not it. Like a serving board. Like a, mm. like a, a big platter. And you, mm. you go to a house and like you got, it's got the cheeses on it. It's got the grapes. It's got the, mm. the crackers. It's got the everything. When I go to a place and that's sitting out before the meal, mm-hmm. I think to myself, we're going to have a good night. This is going to be a good <laughs> night right here. We're because hooked up. you can see the whole thing out and you're like, oh, okay, okay. I wonder what dinner is going to be like. I'm going to rub my hands together here a little bit and I'm excited mm-hmm. because I can see we're in for a treat. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of similar to the experience uh, that the early Christians had when Christ was risen again. That would have been crazy. Mm. It would have been just an absolutely just game changer in life. There would have been so much emotion and so much realization like, hey, we're not going to die. Like, mm. we're going to live. This is exciting. And we've been the, this experience of seeing Christ risen and the other people who have been risen as well too, it's these this first fruits of like saying, hey, there's more in store for us. There's something, there's something really special. If we choose to follow Jesus, no matter how bad things get in this life, we have hope for mm-hmm. a brighter future. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, Blake, I wholeheartedly agree. And again, as we reflected at the start of the week when we, when we were reading the verses and we were looking at, oh, if Christ is not risen, then we are all men. Most pitiable again. Christ represents his death and resurrection. Like his death is very substantial because he takes upon him the sins of the world. But his resurrection ultimately proves that, despite having on him the sins of the world, resurrection can take place and life can be restored. And this is the experience that that we have that we receive. We are like absolutely sinners. We can be absolutely forgiven and receive an absolute new life. Which is awesome. Mm -hmm. 
And that new life will come in a new body, which mm. I want to talk about here. If we go to John 20, do you, can, can you read that for us? John chapter 20, verse 20 and verse 27. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while you get there, I want to just uh, read a little quote here from the uh, 20 Million Movement Bible says, saying, It is worth remembering that Jesus came out of the grave with a glorified human body, but he was still carrying the marks of his crucifixion. Does this mean that the risen children of God will likewise bear the physical marks of their own sufferings? Interesting question, but read John 20, verse 20 and verse 27. As he spoke, he showed them the wounds in his hands and his side. They were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. Mm-hmm. So they see him in this way. And then in verse 27, we have yeah, Thomas speaking up. Talked we about talked about him earlier that this guy. week. Yeah. You know, put your finger here, look at my sides, put your hands and uh, the wound in my sides. Don't be faithless. Uh, any longer believe so essentially thomas is like hey i I need to see the wounds totally reasonable and and jesus is like yes now from this a lot of people have questioned and considered it's like oh if i like get my arm chopped off will will i like in the resurrection not have an arm Mm -hmm. Uh, but the bible makes it absolutely clear that we are given completely new bodies brand new Beautiful body. Like, I'm looking forward to a time where, yeah, I have my brand new beautiful body and I'm a little bit taller. Uh, I'm looking forward to, I want to have a six-pack on my six-pack. Double six-packs, 12-pack, it's a biblical number. Six-pack on the six-pack. Yeah, that's how I'm going to roll. That sounds like a uh, deformity. <laughs> but essentially, like, we will be, again, made perfect. And it's like, but why does Christ bear the root, the wounds? Again, same as the festival, the four, first fruits pointing forward to Christ. His wounds will be pointing back to show us, hey, look at what I gave for you guys to be here. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. You're listening to Faith FM, where I have come to the painful realization that I'm a terrible host. Why? And I have forgotten Why, to read all the text messages, which I was been reminded by Lawson. Thank you, Lawson, for that lovely rebuke, uh-huh. uh, because there are some really good text messages that have come in today. So I do want to apologize to everyone listening. I just got so excited about the Bible study mm-hmm. that I forgot to read the text messages. But here is, this is a... This one's about mathematics. This is wild. This mm-hmm. is wild. So get your little uh, mathematics thinking caps on because yep. this one is wild. So, quote, another mathematics day thought, if 666 is the number of evil, then 25.8069758 is the root of all evil. Oh, three thought emojis with the hand on the chin. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lawson is, this is, so we're going to get Lawson's live reaction. Uh-huh. Uh, a picture has been sent in uh, from an unknown listener. I like how it says unknown listener. <laughs> and they've sent in this picture uh, describing Lawson. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what I look like. It's a picture of young Arnold Schwarzenegger with, you know, a bunch of uh, army paint on his face. That is, if you've it's never seen... It's from the seen, movie. If, oh, it's from Commando. The, Commando, that's right. It's you. It, it is absolutely me. And if you've, if you've never seen me, that's exactly what I look like. Do not come to my house. Um, 
But that's exactly... keep that image in your mind. That's right. A young Arnold Schwarzenegger. I am. I go to the gym. I am just as swole. Uh, I am just as tanned, and I am just as good looking. Well, good news for you. Uh-huh. The next te- text message is, not unknown anymore. Her name is Sarah. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> so Sarah thinks that you look like a young commando Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Great work. Great work, Sarah. Uh, Braden texts in. He says, great accent, except it faded towards the end. Oh, true. I yeah. I need to work on that. That's right. I got, I got, I got distracted there. It's pretty good for, for Blake Penland, amateur actor. <laughs> amateur actor hour on yeah. Faith FM. Okay, fair. Uh, Tim says, loving face with three hearts around it. Cute smile. Loving face with three hearts around it. Cute smile. Loving Face with three hearts around it, cute smile, the British accent. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Love Tim. It. Okay, so we've got some you've got some fans. There we go. I think Blake could do audiobooks. Kara, Karen says, Big Red Heart Blake's emoji book reading. Wow. Thank oh, you, we've Karen. got lots of we've got you've got fans, Thanks Blake. For the love. Thanks. Well, I got fans. We got Sarah over here sending you some text messages <laughs> about being young Arnold Commando over here <laughs> as well, right. too. You know what? There's a lot of love today. On Faith FM. We appreciate it. Thank you for the love. It's at kind of the end of the week, so we've been uh-huh. going hard all week, and, and we're getting ready to recharge our batteries. I'm yeah. going to a wedding this weekend, which I'm Woo. super excited about. Mm-hmm. And I just needed some some love, and mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. Oh, we've got uh, <laughs> got some love as well, too. <laughs> just as humble as well. Eh, Lawson? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> You know, I'm a pretty humble guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm like the most humble guy. I'm like I know. Super duper humble. Okay. <laughs> the most humblest. That's funny. Uh, okay. Oh, I can't. I'm looking at it on there. Oh, wait, here's another one as well, too. Another text message. But I'm looking. I'm seeing. Let's, gonna, let's, not, talk about it. let's not talk about it. I'm let's, so nervous. Let's not talk about it. I've we we a have a special coming surprise coming out in about five minutes. So <sighs> Five minutes. Countdown. Put the countdown on. Mm-hmm. Here's the math response. Year 2020 equals six Satan's number. Year 2023 equals seven God's number. Smiley face, prayer hands. Wayne. Oh. <laughs> so Wait. adding it all together. Uh-huh. So two plus zero plus two plus two. Six. Uh-huh. Two plus zero plus two plus three, seven. Seven. You know what that means? <laughs> 2023 is coming. <laughs> that's right. It's- and so is Jesus. E- eventually. Eventually. Yeah, that's right. We're not saying 2023, yeah. but it could happen. And I'd be totally cool if it did. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. I'm, my job here at Faith FM would end. Mm-hmm. And I'm totally cool with that. Just to let, every, let the producers know, let everyone know, like, hey, heads up. I'm getting out of my contract if the Lord returns. I'm out. I'm just done. I'm going to heaven. I'm no longer working here. So, no offense. Yeah, I want that to happen. Listen, I picked up a new gig. I already, you know, my, my name's already in the book of life. Uh, you know, they've got my details, my credentials. Like, yeah. I can't, uh, can't, I can't remain working here any longer. Yeah, that's right. Gotta it's, go. It's, I, gotta, I gotta go. I, I, I made a commitment prior to this role. Uh, you know, I, it was only a short-term thing anyway. Well, Patricia just texted and said, you're humble and funny. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Little, uh, what's the... Is uh, it sarcasm? <laughs> no, it's the smiley face with the little halo over the top. Aw, like, thanks, blessings. Patricia. Yeah. Wow, we really got some... Uh, Dude, we... 
You guys must have just woken up on the right side of the bed yeah. this morning. You guys are just lovely today. Thank yeah. you so much. I I feel great. Usually you make fun of us and I go home and cry afterwards, but like now we're just we're just being showered with with uh with love. We'll get made fun of next week. Yeah. We'll we'll hang on to that. I hope so. We we're set, they're setting us up for a good weekend and then uh and then we'll be ready for next week. Uh-huh. Okay. A sky has texted. Uh-oh, here we go. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Imagine when Jesus returns, no more work. And then she also says, so humble, Lawson. (laughs) (laughs) I love both those texts, Sky. Thank you so much. I am looking forward to work in heaven. Ooh, absolutely. Yeah. Ooh, we'll be, yeah, we'll be working in heaven. Absolutely. Well, on the new earth, for sure. Yeah. But in heaven. In heaven, we have the work of judgment. Right. That's true. Uh, Less physical. That's right. More mental. And then in the new earth, we have, you know, whatever role God assigns us in being. Well, we're making vineyards and orchards as well, too. That's right. It's something I absolutely look forward to because doing work is good. Now, the problem is, is we're in this world slaves to money and we need to do work or we... you don't make money. If you don't make money, you die. Now, uh, work is fantastic for like doing things is good for you. Oh, for sure. And so that's it. We absolutely have work and purpose and roles in heaven. Every being that God has created has a, has a role to do because he knows that having purpose is good for the soul, but it's not the kind of, you know, corporate slavery that we experience on this world today or just literal slavery one of the, you know what would be really cool is if i could just find a job where they pay me to just talk about the bible uh every morning wow <laughs> that that would just be perfect for me i think you know yeah i think i think i might know about something you know you know a guy yeah i, <laughs> I know might a know a guy i'm kind of involved in a gig like that at the moment it's it's great so it's, you it's know, such a blessing maybe i can hook you up with something i'm waking up on the right side of the bed every morning mm. just rolling out because get to you know talk to about come Jesus. To Faith FM. Amen. I love it. It's so Amen. good. Such a blessing. Okay, Lawson, I, we need a little preface for what's yeah, that's about right. to happen here. Um, Blake Penland is the greatest recording artist of all time. Uh, if if you didn't know, no, he's a fantastic songwriter. We were no. hanging out yesterday after the show, listening to his songs. But today we've got a throwback. This is over a decade old. Two, this is when I had hair. 2009. I want to be clear. This song, it's called The Key by Blake Penland. I don't know a lot about it, but I know that I love it. It's the first song I wrote when I became a Christian. Wow. So I wrote this in 2007, and I wrote it because I had some questions about God, but I also figured out that Jesus is the key mm-hmm. to all those questions, and that's the name of the song. The Absolutely. Key. So we're going to be playing Blake Penland, The Key, and then coming up after that, we're going to be having our final our well not our final we're just going to be having the draw <laughs> we're just going to be we're just going to be doing it absolutely but right now this is Blake Penland with the key my skin is dried out like the desert you spent the night in my heart and soul cry out Silence by all my demons I don't know what you're saying When you say I'm forgiven Do you know what I've done? Do you know my skeletons? Unworthy is an understatement 
a century, no millennium. You plant your broken heart out. You know what it means to die for someone who doesn't care. For another face in the crowd, I don't think I can believe something so profound. listening to faith fm and that was fountain view academy orchestra and singers ring the bells of heaven preceded by the key by blake penland oh man so powerful so long ago moving now by the way that was just like me on a guitar recorded on a camera so it wasn't even like a professional it was, it was live yeah it was like a live, live thing all on the lonesome and it was there. so good <sighs> my well, favorite part is when you said the key just the title of the song. <laughs> hey, do, do we have any? Well, we've come. It's come time for the yeah, draw. It's time to draw. We should. We should probably do that, right? Mm-hmm. Are we? Shall are we ready? Oh, the wheel. The wheel's spinning, guys. <laughs> you can hear it. It's 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 spinning. It's going around. And wait, okay. do we, wait, do we do the answers? So we'll do the answers okay. now, and we'll try and call oh. this person. Really? He won? 
Yeah, yeah, but we'll call them. I'm excited. Okay. He's at work. Oh, okay. He's a... Okay, shout out then. Get your priorities straight. That's right. We, we won't be able to call this person. We know that they, they won't be in, but... Shout out, Raphael, for winning the prize for this week, the Advent and Advent for Kids book. We would I'd love to ask him about what he's going to use it for or who's he... I love, I love talking to people, but unfortunately... He won't be able to talk to us. But hey, here are some of the answers. According to 1 Peter chapter 3, where did Jesus preach to the spirits after being made alive? He preached to the spirits in prison, the prison of sin. What Ooh. did Jesus say the rich man must sell in order to have treasure in heaven? All his possessions. While in Cap- Capernaum, Jesus healed a servant of a centurion. What nation did the dry bones of Ezekiel's prophecy represent? Israel. Mm-hmm. And I just realized we skipped one of the questions. So <laughs> maybe maybe sue us because we didn't give you wow. enough just opportunities. Just straight into like legal. Yeah, that's right. A legal battle. So, you know, sue me. If you, if you feel slighted because you didn't get that final chance to get in. That could have been all the difference, me. Lawson. It could have been. Unbelievable. But they needed to text in you call what, yourself the what guy? passage they thought I was, you know, memorizing. That, that would have been the extra thing, but you know, they couldn't work it out. <laughs> but wow. hey, good job. Hey, but right now it what is. What was the answer to that? Oh, oh no, he can't say. We we would he only give it away if someone say. gave the right answer because I'm yeah. worried about academic integrity. Okay, I don't <laughs> want to get I don't want to get beaten up by Emmanuel, my Emmanuel, or my university. So because that's what they do. But they they beat students up. That's exactly who what reveal they answers on Faith FM. But again, the clues <laughs> were the passage involved the Lord or the word involved the word Elohim and Adonai. So God and the Lord, Mitzrayim, which means Egypt, and then had the word for slavery in there too. But you did not say that the last time. You have given more clues away this time. Yeah, one hundred percent. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. What passage oh. do you think was in my begin the exam? Uh, but right now it is time for question of the day. All right, question today comes from Wayne. Wayne asks, Wayne, he's getting in. Another question. The weave, the we, the wave sheaf mm-hmm. for the first heads ripened offered to the Lord. Does this have any similarity to do with Cain bringing fruits as an offering, which was not accepted? Was Jesus' resurrection a reminder that these offerings are useless and that he ended all these traditions so the, those are really actually two questions the first question there uh the i that one is actually a, a unique question about it being a reference back to uh cain bringing the fruit offering and i don't believe that's the case because the wave sheaf was given to the israelites as instruction from the lord whereas cain and abel's situation there was instruction that was given and Abel knew to bring a lamb to represent Christ uh, or the the one who was to come as a sacrifice. Uh, but Cain was basically going against the mm. instruction of God. 
And so I don't think there is a connection between those two because of the fact that Cain's offering was not accepted by the Lord, whereas the wave sheaf offering is accepted by the Lord. Mm. Okay, next question. Can you ask the second one again? The second question, was the resurrection a reminder that these offerings are useless and that he ended all these traditions? Okay, that's a good point as well, too. There's something I want to talk about called biblical continuity. I don't know if you've ever heard of that word before or not, but there are things that happened before the Israelite nation existed, and then after uh, the Israelite nation was then kind of dispersed uh, to Christianity as we know it now today, and we're part of spiritual Israel. So things like, here's a good example, uh, circumcision, right? Uh, Circumcision did not happen until Abraham's time as a sign of faith. And then later on in the Christian experience, that circumcision ended as being needed to, uh, or or for a path to uh, salvation, uh, or or uh, an identifying characteristic of God's people. So we have this continuity here, where pre Abraham, right before the people there, there was no circumcision. After Abraham and the children of Israel, there is a needed circumcision there as part of the covenant. But then when the new church arrives, uh, circumcision of the heart is what's needed as a symbol, and it is no longer a requirement in the Christian faith. And so you have biblical incontinuity, essentially Mm -hmm. saying that circumcision is just for the Jews, just for Israel. The reverse of that is the biblical continuity of the Sabbath. Before Abraham was, the Sabbath was there from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Then during the Jews, the Sabbath was... Uh, reflected upon and and uh, remembered to keep holy. And then in the New Testament as well, too, the Christians repeatedly met on the Lord's Day, which was the Sabbath day, the seventh day, Saturday. And we have the biblical continuity of that going through. So when it's coming to the question about the wave sheaf, the biblical continuity there is before the Abraham, before the nation of Israel, before uh, Abraham's time, that wave sheaf was not even a part of, of the process of salvation. And so the biblical incontinuity, then we see it again, it's Christ fulfills that role. It's no longer necessary. And so we see the incontinuity. So we as Christians no longer no longer need to do this because Christ fulfilled that upon the cross. So we can see things that have the continuity and things that don't. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. You're listening to Faith FM. That was Bringing in the Sheaves by the Mills Brothers. And we've come to the end of the breakfast show with Blake and Lawson. But I have some text messages I want to read. Patricia has sent in a couple text messages. Nice reading, Blake. Love you as well. The cute smiley face that has like the little cheeks that are rosy. I love that one. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much, Patricia. She also says, your happiness is contagious. Bless you. I love it. Uh, Blessing emoji. The one with the star eyes, smiley uh, face. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I love it. Thank Good you, Patricia. Enough. Very, very kind. Sky also texts, uh, that's a beautiful song. Praise God for that openness. Oh, Sky, thank you so much. That's lovely. Uh, Shout out to Cam. I'm actually going to Canberra this weekend. Maybe we'll see you down there, Sky. Mm-hmm. What? I'm pretty sure. Producer Shell, was that in reference to Blake's song? It was, okay. What? I thought you were talking about bringing in the sheaves. Uh, 
<laughs> She's talking about the key. Oh. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. I it was yeah. That, I have to say that was like over a decade ago. Uh, I wrote it in 2007. Yeah. I'm a little nervous that it's actually on the airwaves now. And I'm out here covering, dude. I was singing top of my lungs. I know all the lyrics to that thing. I I, I did see that. It was yeah. pretty wild. Actually. Blake Blake is like I'm 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 like his number one fan <laughs> on Spotify. You know, top one percent. Not on Spotify. Well, you will be. And if you want to hear the follow up for that song. The cover by Lawson Walters. That's next week. Coming oh, up, oh. you have one weekend to make the cover. <laughs> Good luck. All the best. And until then, don't forget to talk, live, and act faith today, everyone. God be with you till we meet again. God uphold you with the sheep securely fold you. God be with you till we meet again. Until we meet again at Jesus' feet. God be with you till we meet again. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1 800 Faith FM.